Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. This is Patrick Wright. And I'm Alex McGlynn. And today we are going to talk about five ways to capture event data. You want to kick it off, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the first and probably most obvious is event registration. And this is actually going to be the easiest time for you to collect data about uh, the people that are coming to your event, whether it's the industry or their title or... Uh, potentially their team size, their marketing budget. Um, there's a lot of different things you can ask. When people are registering for an event, they're expecting to have to fill out a lot of information, so tacking on a few extra questions um, isn't going to, to raise any alarm bells and people will genu uh, generally just give you the information. Um, you have to be careful with it. You have to be thoughtful about it. Don't ask too many questions, and the questions you do ask uh, should be important enough for you to add them on. Um, so you know, don't go willy-nilly adding things, but uh, again, definitely gives you an opportunity to ask some additional questions that people typically uh, don't ask or are afraid to. Yeah, I mean, even like food preference, yeah, could really um, lend a lot of insight to your user base um, or to the marketers that work within your company. So that can be a good one. Um, so uh, number two, next touch point is going to happen uh, during check-in. Um, so when the person arrives, uh, probably they already have their e-ticket. Um, maybe they've downloaded an app or something along those lines, but they're going to check in. So um, that's a place where you want to keep it moving. Um, people generally want to get from their parking lot to having a drink in their hand and mingling ASAP. Um, so uh, with, with respect to keeping it quick, um, you want to have that be the North Star, but also it's a place where you can plug in the gaps for any info that you might have wanted to capture during the initial uh, ticket purchase or registration process. So if you didn't get their SMS number, if you wanted to capture maybe a Facebook profile, that's a great place to augment the, the data set that you've started with. I'd also argue that you could add a couple of yes, no questions in there um, or something like that. Uh, again, something that's really quick and easy to fill out, whether it's on paper or it's touchscreen, um, that again, is fast and not too intrusive, uh, people will generally be uh, okay with that. Uh, next up, uh, you kind of actually just mentioned it, uh, Pat, is the event apps. So assuming that the event you are throwing, the conference, whatever, has its own application that's been built for it, it's a really easy way to send push notifications to people's devices. Um, so like I know conferences that I've been to, uh, they will have me register for uh, certain events beforehand, um, so for the speakers, roundtables, etc. At the end of them, I get a push notification asking for uh, you know, like a mini MPS score, like a rating at one out of five. I think it's a really great idea. Uh, there's a lot of other kind of questions you could ask through there. Uh, don't abuse it or people will delete your app. Um, and uh, don't force people to have the app on their phone. Um, I know it's a hot button issue right now, but it's, it's gonna get you a lot of downloads. It's not gonna stay there if you send too many push notifications. So just keep that in mind. Use it for valuable data that you really want the information, uh, the, the answer for. Yeah, and bonus tip, take 30 seconds with your team and plan out how you can keep that app or that, um, that, that, that uh, whatever application or instance or, or whatever, that, whatever that centralized point is. You know, talk about ways that you can make it mean something after the conference is over. Um, if you can keep it on people's phones, it is a tremendous win. Uh, and I think that with a little bit of creativity and some thoughtful planning, there are ways to make sure that it lasts longer um, than, than just that day or three days or week-long conference. That actually sounds like a great podcast idea. That's a great podcast idea. Um, so tip number four is uh, experiences. So throughout the duration of your event, whether it's a conference, whether it's a, uh, a, a 
party, some kind of um, company corporate-wide event, a launch, whatever the case may be, um, you're going to want to have experiences that are there for people to engage with, um, things for people to have fun. A lot of times those experiences uh, will be a blend of a, of, a, of a photo opportunity and some branding for the event or for the entity that is producing it or the, or the marquee sponsors. Um, all of those experiences typically can have some type of data touch point. So whether it is taking a photo that's getting branded and someone going ahead and putting their information in there um, to get the photos to their phone or to share it to their Twitter account or whatever the case may be, um, look to experiences and to build as many low touch experiences that capture tiny data points throughout your event. Absolutely. And last, but certainly not least, is the exit survey or the post-event email survey or whatever you want to call it. Uh, there are a couple different ways you can do this. My personal preference would be to do it during the event, so as people are leaving, um, or even have it maybe daily. That way you can capture information multiple times. Um, as everyone knows, not all conference dates are created equal. And having that information is really helpful when you're planning next year. Um, but there's some creative ways you can get this information from people. Generally, people are not going to fill out the email if they had a medium time at your event. You're going to find out if they had a great time, and you're going to find out if they had a really bad time. Um, but a way to incentivize everyone to respond is by giving discounts or something like that to next year's uh, event. If it's a paid event, giving a 10% discount, uh, which is something you might give away anyway, uh, is a further incentive to get people to fill out that information. And again, if you're giving them something, you can ask more questions. So just kind of keep that in mind. If they're entering into a contest, um, like a $50 Starbucks gift card, or again, they're just getting a discount to your event, you have the opportunity to ask them a few more questions than you would have, and you'll get more responses. Awesome, so that's it for today. This was uh, part two of a two-part podcast. If you didn't hear the previous one, you may wanna scroll down and check it out. Um, it would have been called uh, Why We Collect uh, Data at Live Events. Um, this was the, the yin to that yang telling you how to collect valuable data. Um, so that's it for today. Please, before you go, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, it helps us spread the message, get our next episode into your inbox, uh, and, uh, and find new fans. So without further ado, see you next time. Peace.